This is Monsignor Kevin Hale with the homily for the Solemnity of Pentecost, the 4th of June. I hope that none of you had your half-term travel plans disrupted by the computer problems BA experienced last weekend. Two friends of mine were actually grounded as a result, one who wanted to leave the country, another who was trying to come into London. No one seemed able to give a clear explanation for the cancellation of hundreds of flights, but the underlying problem was, they say, a power surge. We rely so much on the forces of power and energy, forces that we cannot see, and it's only when they fail do we notice and our lives are affected. It's the same with the presence of God's Holy Spirit. When he is present in life, in relationships, in the world, Everything functions well, wherever and whenever he is absent, the world and our lives, existence as we know it, collapse. Over the last few months, I've been very conscious of the power of the Holy Spirit and of this feast and how important a day Pentecost is, because we've been forming our young people who are going to be confirmed this Pentecost Sunday, primarily by teaching them what it is that happens when we are confirmed. Confirmation comes from the Latin confirmare, to strengthen. Confirmation is a strengthening sacrament. The Holy Spirit strengthens us, and the Church says it does so in three basic ways. First of all, in our relationship to Jesus Christ. Secondly, in our capacity to defend the faith. And thirdly, to help us spread the faith. Those three strengthenings come from the Holy Spirit, and this has been true from the ancient church to the present day, from the coming of the Holy Spirit at the first Pentecost to the coming of the Holy Spirit in the Sacrament of Confirmation. Firstly, strengthening in our relationship to Jesus Christ. In my house, and I'm sure in all of your homes, we have pictures or mementos of people who are important to us, people we look up to, and maybe in some way are heroes for us. For young people, these might be anyone from sports personalities to celebrities in the world of music, the kind of people that make you want to follow them, to look up to them or go to see them perform. But whoever they are, and however close you follow them, you can never say that you have a personal relationship with them. You may never meet them, but you can still admire them. It's not the same with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ risen from the dead is not just a historical figure, a great philosopher or teacher whom I admire, rather he is a living presence. And I do in fact have a friend in him for life. Press it further, and I can say that the most important friendship in my life is with Jesus. Unless you love me, he says, more than parents and friends, you are not worthy of me. That's how central our relationship to him is. That's why the first strengthening of the Holy Spirit is in that relationship and friendship. What follows from it is the desire and passion to defend the faith. Is the Catholic faith under attack today? Absolutely. And don't we know it? You've heard me say that the 20th century has had more martyrs for Christ than all the other centuries combined. And things are not getting any better in the 21st century. Look around the world, especially in the Middle East, parts of Africa and Asia. The most persecuted religion today is Christianity. 
Now, maybe our lives won't be on the line just yet, but look in the world of the media, the world of the new atheism, the world of the new secularism, and what is under attack more than anything else is the Catholic faith. So, as we were taught when I was being prepared for this sacrament, confirmed people are soldiers of Jesus Christ. We have the task of defending the faith when it is under attack, and the Holy Spirit strengthens us so that we have a soldier's capacity to defend what is entrusted to us. The third strengthening is in spreading the faith. Every baptised person is, by the power of the sacrament, a missionary. Faith is not a private concern which we hold on to in the privacy of our own hearts. Rather, the Christian faith is always meant to be spread like seed. We're all apostles, sent on mission. So the young people, strengthened by the Holy Spirit, who are going to be confirmed, are meant to be willing and able missionaries of the Catholic faith. If those are the three great strengthenings, what comes with them are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never comes to us without gifts or empty-handed. He comes to us bearing seven gifts. Now, if I were to ask you what those gifts are, you might struggle a bit to list them. I always have to think hard myself. But it's important for all of us who are baptised and confirmed to be able to name those gifts. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, fortitude, counsel, piety, fear of the Lord. Wisdom, knowledge and understanding enable us to defend and spread the Catholic faith and let us know the faith very well. Now, we cannot perform any important task given to us in life unless we are trained and formed in it. We wouldn't think of going to a physician who'd stopped studying biology after their A-levels, or we wouldn't give our car to a mechanic who hadn't read a book about auto mechanics since they were 14. So with our precious Catholic faith, we need to have the expertise, because our friendship with Jesus Christ is infinitely more important than anything else in life. We then need courage and fortitude to stand strong, like those four Mother Teresa nuns in Yemen who were recently killed for no other reason than they were doing their work of caring for the poor. They'd often been told, sisters, it's too dangerous here, leave. But they wanted to do their work. They were prepared to pay the ultimate price. Do we have the courage to stand our ground when our faith is ridiculed or called into question or attacked? Counsel is the ability to tell right from wrong. Do I take the wide path that many take of selfishness and violence, or the narrow path, the difficult, rocky path, the path of selflessness, of non-violence and kindness? Counsel enables us to make those good choices. And then piety and fear of the Lord can sound fussy and puritanical, but what it means is that God is the absolute centre of our life. If we have piety and fear of the Lord, then wealth, power, pleasure, honours are not the centre of our life, because God is the centre. And when we have that clarity, we are radiant with the faith, and people see and notice it in us. But above all, we have to cooperate with those gifts. 
They're not given to us like magic dust. We have to begin to use them, live them and cooperate with them. The seven gifts strengthen us in our relationship with Jesus, in our capacity to defend the faith and in the ability to speak about the faith. And this is true of every one of us, baptised and confirmed. As we celebrate Pentecost and Confirmation, the same Holy Spirit has the same task for us as he had for Mary and the Apostles, and the same great responsibility of loving Christ, defending the faith and spreading it to everyone on this planet. Let us pray. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth, and with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of believers. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.